Are you that friend who's always afraid of social situation? Are you that friend who's living paycheck to paycheck? Are you that friend who thinks twice before purchasing a bubble tea? Oh my god, that sounds like all three of us! Not anymore, you are listening to Broke No More, where we talk in and out about business and startups. Hello and welcome back to Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. So I'm Javier. I'm Lakshmi. And this is Aurudo Tuvansha Rosha. And you are tuning in to Broke No More. So why did we title uh, our podcast Broke No More? Well, because a lot of university students, uh, or maybe just me, we all are broke and we thought, why not name it something relevant to our audience? I'm pretty sure you're not the only broke one. <laughs> I'm broke too. <laughs> we Do all agree, are Roshan? broke. Count me in too as well. Yeah, so we are all broke uh, university students and wanting to like make a business so that we can get out of this situation, right? I mean, we are doing something to change our situation. Exactly. Yeah, so though, to introduce the podcasters for this semester on this show, I'm Javier. I'm a year four majoring in economics and my interest in business lies predominantly in the media industry. When you think about YouTubers, TikTokers and Twitch streamers making a living off media, these small little businesses are something I'm interested in because I am also a streamer. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So what got you interested in business, Lakshmi? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm a sociology major and I feel like business is then everyday life. Like every small, small things are like a business. Like I see a hawker owner and I see him, how he runs his own business and that's something really motivating to me. And coming from a small region in India, I've seen like small startups, which I think fascinates my interest and that's why we're talking about business today. Will you have your own startup in future? Definitely. I'm staying tuned to look forward to your startup. <laughs> Even if it's just a blog shop or like, you know, like that era. Love it. You will get everything for free. Yeah, you do follow Lakshmi to stay updated about uh, startup as well. So, Roshan, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So, this is Roshan. I'm a postgrad student doing my master's in safety, health, and environment technology. Oh, the name looks bit a big. To keep it simple, I'm a person who is kind of concerned towards process safety. Okay, talking about safety, every industry ensures that they are operating in a safer way, and they kind of a lot of particular fun for the safety factors, right? So that's where I come in. During a process operation or even during a crisis, okay? If there's any incident after which you want to manage the business, well, we are one of the people who we can call in. Mm, so that's interesting. So that's why you are interested in business? Yeah, why not? This is one of the big deals, right? So, okay, let's just get things rolling. So what do you think is a startup? The definition of a startup. So shall we start with Lashmi? Yeah, lucky for all of you, I actually took an entrepreneurship class. In my professor's words, he said a startup is an experiment. Because with a startup, you know nothing. You are basically starting everything on scratch. And when you ask for funding, you're just asking someone to bet on your experiment. So a startup is nothing but an experiment hoping to succeed. Help, help, help. We don't stop about like the technical definition here. Hey, we want your opinion, not your professor's opinion. Ouch! That hurt. Someone taking lecture right here. Uh, no, um, no, I just think a startup is someone just wanting to make it big. That's more like it. Hey. So, what about Roshan? So, as for me, it's like 
what is the problem you find? So you define a problem statement and you come up with a solution. So what's the solution? How impactful it is? This sounds so technical. Anyway, to me, for me, <laughs> what is a startup? So to me, what I consider a startup is basically someone wanting to solve a problem like what he's like what Roshan said but at the same time you want to earn big like what Lashmi said it's a combination of uh, the two and if you are lacking one of them I don't think you'll ever make it big or like uh, last long in the startup industry yeah so talking about this what is a startup so here I have a question for you guys so why do you need like why do you feel there's a need for a startup okay let me share my opinion yeah. the reason why we do have startup is because sometimes the problem that we have on hand is something that big corporations do not want to tackle. Yep. Maybe because of the scale of investments or the high chance of failure. We all know that startups have high chance of failures, but it's also because usually they tend to take bigger risks or, and try to solve problems that are not as easy to resolve. Or we do not know for certainty the investment is going to like uh, prosper. Because when we talk about big corporations, if there is a problem that can be solved, they will definitely jump on it. True. And about you, Lakshmi? Yeah, I actually totally agree with what Javier says. But no, basically, I feel like startup talks about the difficult situations. Like, for MNC, they always deal with things that's, I don't know, like our daily use, using goods, like our, our goods that we use to, I don't know, wash our face or like soap and stuff. But when you think about a startup, they actually focus on problems that not a lot of people talk about, a very niche uh, industry. So I think a startup is necessary because they find a problem that no one is solving and they believe they can do it better. So, uh, you guys give a very great explanation of why you need a startup and I just go agree with your points and not add up anymore to the story. That comes to the next question, okay? You have understood what is a startup and why you need a startup as well. But when are you going to establish a startup? Interesting. Jay, go ahead. Sure. Uh, when do we want to do a startup? I think it's when you see a potential in a solution. You do not want, when you see a problem, you do know that you want to try to find a solution. But if your solution, you don't have confidence in your solution, why would you want to create a startup investing the time and energy into try to make this work? Ultimately, a startup does not have to be like profit making. Yes, some, uh, most people create startup to make profits. But we also heard of social enterprises where, which are like in essence a startup, but they try to help the society to better in a certain way, I guess. So, when do we want to create a startup is when we believe and have conviction in our solution to make the world a better place for monetary purposes or for social costs. Wow, a great oh. word and kind of a realistic end as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, totally. I feel like when you really see a need for something, I think you should just go for it and that's what most startups do. Because if you just keep waiting for funds or waiting for the right timing, there's someone else who can solve the better problem. So I think you start it when you see the need and when you think you can solve it better. And yeah, hopefully you earn in the process or you solve a social cause. And uh, adding up to her, um, she said about timing, okay? And you should also important that the product you are coming up with is coming at a perfect timing, okay? When you're providing mobile network mm. and you should not come up with, I going to provide a mobile service that can give you at a speed of E when the current world is at 4G and driving towards 5G, right? Right, Xavier? I guess so. One thing about like timing we also need to consider is about is this a pressing concern of society nowadays? Yeah. For example, if you're coming up with a startup or the, that does with like a lot of technology and stuff like that, but the world currently is in a food crisis. Mm. Nobody's going to care about your technology because food is the more pressing issue. Investments are going to go into food because 
is something that we have to solve right away. Mm. So uh, timing, when, come, when we talk about timing, this is also something you have to consider. That makes sense, but I'm going to play devil's advocate and counter Jay's point. Basically, I I feel like for some products, you don't need... Because I feel like a lot of um, startups, they talk about solving an issue. For some things, you don't have to solve an issue. Some If you create a good enough product which does not help the society. For example, TikTok. My mom would argue that the world can do without TikTok. It's not solving a pressing need. I don't have TikTok, okay. <laughs> I don't have, sorry. Uh, no, but so I just feel like while um, you have to see the market trend, at times if you create something really different or something that you as a creator think that the world could benefit from, then maybe the market is not relevant because who would have thought we needed TikTok? My mom didn't think we need TikTok. I still don't think we need TikTok. See, but it's there. It's running successfully and it's one of the big corporates in the world. So mm, I feel like timing could be relative, but for for something like what um, Roshan mentioned, for like an electronics product, you obviously have to look at the timing and what you're releasing. But for other products, I don't know if you think it's a good time. Go for it. And I guess you, when you're talking about all these timings and stuff, uh, a lot of I think it is better to have three podcasters for a show. <laughs> See, you have three different point of views, and we should agree to all of it because each point of view is unique in their own way and is acceptable in their own way. That's a startup rules as well. Exactly. As a startup, they can have their own point of view, and they will look for a target audience who has the same point of view, right? So. One of the rules of startup is appreciate and understand each one's point of view. So talking about point of view, talking about target audience, that comes my question. Where are you going to establish your startup? Where and how? I think when you talk about like, uh, where can we establish our startup? Yeah. Uh, not only you have to think about target audience, but also tax incentives. Because uh, some places do offer a lot of tax incentives. <coughs> Singapore. <coughs> 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 Uh, yeah, so uh, when we talk, like for example, they will give like reduction in tax if you uh, just start a startup in Singapore or like move your headquarters to Singapore. Mm. So this is like tax is definitely one of a bigger concern because when you start earning money, you want to keep as much money as possible to continue growing your business and to continue scaling it up because we don't want to lose half of your earnings to tax and in the end not having as much funds to scale up your business, right? Again, going to a question Jay sitting next to me here while he's giving weird stares. But no, uh, <laughs> no. Um, but how is it related to target audience though? What you talked about is tax incentives, which is true. When you think about setting up a business where you want to set it up, tax incentives is important. But I think um, Roshan asked about uh, establishing your target audience, if I'm not wrong. Obviously, how are you going to establish your brand uh, to your target people? You know your target audience. So establishing a brand is your question. Yeah, obviously. How? How? Now it's a no how. Now when you want to establish a brand, everybody knows we are going to go social Show media. media. Yeah, so I mean, when you establish the world is your market currently. You can have a headquarters in Singapore. You can have your office in Singapore and still have a global target audience because of the power of social media. Unless you tell me you are in, your target audience are those people without Instagram and Twitter, then... Hmm, maybe... Interesting. Um, 
you're my one. As you all one. can see, Jay really loves Singapore, and if you're starting something, please start it in Singapore. He loves the place. Uh, he's been advocating for people to start it in Singapore, so just start it here. He gonna be your social media influencer, okay? Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but uh, in regards to branding, I think um everything starts small. So how you start? Like if you're starting a product, your initial market segment. If you're able to, um, get some initial initial users who actually believe in your product. I think from there it's just up and up and up. Because if you start and there's already no one selling it and you're already you're putting more money in marketing it, it just makes no sense because there's something wrong that as a business you're not seeing. So I think to understand from your market whether your product is working, what type of problem it's solving is the start. And from there, I feel like in the past many products and stuff they work through word of mouth. Because if it's a really good product, it will sell by itself. I True. think you mentioned one thing very important, which is marketing. Yeah. Marketing is something that uh, in today's society is something that we must have. Exactly. Because uh, everything is sold through social media nowadays. You see, especially during the COVID times, yeah. live streaming took off. You can even sell a fish through live streaming. I eh. swear. I was like, what the heck? And then, uh, I mean, have you all even seen like people selling incense paper? No, I didn't see that. But you know, yeah. like the Shopee, the the Shopee app has like the live stream where they actually sell stuff, and people are like so into it. Like I know my aunt who, whenever they start streaming at eight, she starts opening the app and she wants to get like freebies and stuff. That, that's the thing nowadays with marketing, where yeah. live streaming and like using this different platforms to yeah. your advantage helps you a lot. Like that's your it. product does not. Uh, your product may not necessarily be better than your competitors, mm-hmm. but through good branding, you might be able to get much, much yeah. uh, better like uh, sales and also revenue as a result. Oh, so talking about your social media and how, okay, I have this something curious for the listeners, okay? So we have a lot of works coming up and how do the listeners gonna reach to us and how they gonna stay updated about our upcoming episodes? Well, you can follow us on our Instagram platform. So our ID is Radio Pulses or A-D-I-O-P-U-L-Z-E. Don't forget it, it's... Radio Pulse with a Z, not a S. Yep, point to be noted. Don't so, worry, if you do not, uh, if you are not able to find it, it's also on our Spotify page. Yes. Yeah, it's also Radio Pulse, okay? We had actually answered five questions, okay? When you're gonna understand about things, there are six questions. Like, that is like, uh, what, when, why, who, where, how. We had one more question, who. Who made it the first startup? As for me, the first person I would say is the guy who invented a fire or a wheel. For a wheel to take, you want to move the objects, okay? So as far as he tried to, he found a wheel and ensure that people move it. At that time, you don't have any money. The business model would have been different. But if you're going to take it as an idea and the way he implemented it, you know how wheels work nowadays. If there's no wheel, just assume how things would have been right now. For me, it's my it's my opinion. I think looking at these two people, they're going to give me contradicting opinion, I believe. So yeah, you guys can talk about it. Wait, I totally disagree with you this startup. I'm not here for history lesson, guys. Yes, I agree. I'm in Jay's side for once. Okay. Yeah, we are on the same side. Why Why? Why do we have to you know who made the first startup? Why not we change the question to who, sh- uh, who should start have a startup? I yeah. don't have an answer. You guys can see it. Anyone. Anyone, anyone who, can have a startup. Anyone start- can have a startup. Do, do you all remember the show Red Tattoo? Anyone can be a cook. Anyone can be a cook. Yes. Yeah, so a anyone. <laughs> anyone can have a startup. But not a rat. Even, Even rat. I'm not How he was ratted, I'm a fan of it. 
Okay, so anyway, anyone can ha- have a startup. We all look towards like those startups that got big like Tesla, Amazon, yeah. Apple. But who knows, like if you believe in yourself and you believe that you are able to solve problems, who is to say that you will not be the next like Amazon or like Apple? And so to the question of who can start or uh, who can create a startup, I think anyone can create a startup as long as you have the passion for it. Yep. Like as long as you want to put in the work and effort because ultimately a startup is something that you have to dedicate a lot of time. You are not working from 9 to 5. Your working hours are like not just 5 days a week. You are, you are working like if your clients require it, yeah. maybe even Saturday, Sunday, or like even at 12 a.m. Yes, you have flexible work hours, but at this at what cost? I agree with Jay, but what I think is anyone can start a startup, but I would, my only, not that I have a startup or not that I have any experience, but you are going to take my advice, which is don't start a startup for the sake of starting it. Because I, I know many friends who wanted to start something because they wanted money. If money is your motivating factor, after a point, because of the environment, because of how difficult it is, you will just stop because it's not, in, you're not getting paid the first four or five years of your life. So it's it's not enough to sustain yourself unless you have like a strong why as to what you're solving or just having fun in the process. You're really not going to you. And so that's the thing. Anyone can make it. But if you're not having fun, if you're doing it for the wrong purposes, you will be burnt out and you might quit. I think I, I just share two of my experience because uh, so far I've uh, been asked to join two startups. The thing is, I never accepted to join them because from the start, I did see a lack of um the desire and the drive to actually make things work. Okay, the, important. Yeah, the issue when you talk, when you talk about fa- fa- uh, startup is that, yes, anyone can talk big. You can scale it up. You can talk about, oh, this is going to be so big. But mm. to me, one thing that you really need to think about when you have a startup is how are you going to profit? When I look at one of the startups, the profit margin was, I think, in the range of 0.5%. Oh. And then I was like, I don't know how you're going to make this work, mm-hmm. especially as you scale this up, the capital, your cost is going to increase yeah. intensively. And as a result, yeah, it, 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 it proved to me uh, because ultimately they failed because the money that they were getting even when they scaled up was not substantial enough to cover even like half the cost. Mm. Actually, to summarize the points said by these legends in a professional and techie manner, passion is the driving force for a startup more than monetization, I believe. Am I right? I do agree with that, but to an extent, extent, you can't be bleeding money. Exactly. I think I think Jay puts a good point because I was more about passion. But at the same time, if you're passionate and you're not making money, you, other people are suffering at your expense, which as a startup, if you're the leader, you obviously are passionate. If you're passionate enough, then just get the funds or get the ball rolling, you know? So be passionate while also seeing how you can be profitable because in the end of the day, we all don't want to be broke and, you know, broke no more. Here we're going to talk about our experiences. We all three have some sort of experience. So let us start with Xavier. So what's the experience you have in a startup? Actually, I don't really have much experience in startup. I only got invited to startup. So I, I took a look at proposal and stuff like that. But my own experience, if you do consider startup, is definitely my own venture into Twitch streaming and this uh, like um, YouTube content creation as a whole. If you do consider that as a startup, but... That is, right? Because you're starting something on your own, you're figuring out content, everything. But we are not solving a problem. We are just providing entertainment to our audience. Which is what we all need. That's what she said about TikTok, right? Yeah. I create... Okay. He is a startup owner because he has his own brand. 
his own YouTube channel, Twitch channel. What else? I mostly deal with Twitch and uh YouTube. And what I have seen from like um doing this kind of startup is that it's not easy. I mean, content creation as a whole is definitely not an easy thing to start. We all know that you need audience. You need that first burst of um luck. I uh, especially in our industry, I think luck is something that is very very important because. Uh, we always are waiting for that first break. That first break that will explode us into that popularity. Yep. Especially in media, we can see some creators took two years to finally got popular. Some took one year. And this is where the amount of luck comes in. And on top of luck, we of course have to work hard. People think content creator very easy to do. But take a look at how much skills, how much mm. time you have to put in to learn all the editing, all the... Uh, recording, producing because as a content creator you are the producer you are the editor you are the marketing you are every single role in a startup you know you are just doing every single job on your own which is very very time consuming and sometimes it yields no reward at all I think so, uh, the consistency is the first reward as per your opinion I guess what do you mean by consistency? give your efforts constant to engage your audience and you kind of keep yourself self-motivated because not every time you're going to get 100k views. At this initial time, it'll be kind of high sometimes. Then you're going to uh, grade drop. At all these times, you're going to put yourself, put a lot of self-motivation and keep your efforts consistent so that you reach greater heights, right? I think it uh, it aligns mostly with other startups also. No matter which startup you're talking about, you have to put in the hours. Yeah. You have to put in the skills to learn because there's so many things for you to learn when startup. Mm-hmm. You have to cover a lot of roles because you are not able to hire a specialist for every single role. So because of that, you have to be a general release minimum, uh, at a minimum, a general release in all roles because of that nature. And for example, if you are in like, for example, biomedical industry, you need to know something about biomedical. You cannot expect like, uh, yeah. you're, you to sell a biomedical <laughs> stuff, but you don't know anything, right? Yeah. yeah. And actually to say, um, I don't know how many of the startup people would say or, or whether these two people going to agree with my opinion, okay? It is okay if you don't know a particular thing when you're doing a startup. It is okay to Obviously, learn. Obviously, because that's how you learn along the way. Yeah. Right? You don't know everything. Like, you're just going to learn. But, um, yeah, so I think both of us agree that you don't have to know everything. As long as you're willing to learn, then... But one thing you have to know is that as you learn, you will make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, sometimes it can be costly. Yeah. So, yeah. As for me, I would say this is like a trade-up. If you want to evaluate yourself in during your startup, I would say this. Think uh, of your output and the knowledge you had at a particular point of time. Let it be day one and day time. So in the day one, you have a different set of knowledge. In day time, you have higher level of knowledge. And compare it with the output you put on that particular day. If it is higher, then you start. Then you are in a good pace, okay? Irrespective of the monetary and all the stuff. If it is in a higher track and you believe it's going in a good direction, yeah, you are on the right track, keep your startup starting up. Uh, when you talk about this, it's not necessarily like doing more work. Mm. means that you will have a better result. Sometimes doing less could result in a better result. Because, yeah. I mean, when we talk about like YouTube, but sometimes uh, a, a video that we took two hours to edit might perform like 10, 20 times or even 100 times better than a video that we took one week to edit. Uh, the results is not really... It's sometimes... It's more of like output. You need to have like mm. higher volume of output so to have higher chance of like being seen. I mean, especially when it comes to media industry, so I'm not very sure about other industries. But for us, it's always about producing more output at first rather than like that perfect product because there is never a perfect product. 
in, I, when it comes to media. I actually meant uh, not higher work. What I actually meant is the amount of knowledge you put towards the output. That's not the work we have. If you have 100, let's say in a scale of 100, you have 90 of knowledge, but you use only 30. That's not a great thing. You should at least use 70 or something close to that level you have. That's what I actually meant. I'd actually, I agree with your point as well, along with mine. Hmm. I, I think one interesting thing when we talk about like startup is that one question we should ask is, should you work in a startup first before starting your own startup? Very, very, very interesting question. Um, I think you can intern, you know, that actually gives you a lot. Because many of my friends who just wanted to start a startup, once they intern in a place, they did realize that this type of life is really not for them. They had an idea of what it would be to start a startup, which actually does not fit their imagination. And they were happy to work for a normal company or like earn fairly enough because they didn't want to put the extra effort. They wanted to just a calm job, get good money. And, you know, I think working in a startup um, would give you the, the actual knowledge as to whether that's something you would want to do. So I think, yeah. And as a caution, I would say, when you're working in an intern, expect knowledge, not money. Because the knowledge you're going to get from a startup is very, very higher because you're going to put your efforts to get the knowledge in a, in a startup when compared to a corporate or an established business. In an established business, the knowledge they have is kind of a fixed one. You just understand it and then you develop. But in a startup, it's not like you don't have any boundaries. You keep on exploring it and your knowledge develops as well. So when you're looking for a startup, please look of how much knowledge you're going to gain when and not much on the monetary part. I think you brought up a very good point about the money part. Uh, when we talk about working in a startup, definitely the biggest uh, gain that we get out of it is the knowledge. But sometimes we do have to take into consideration the financial concerns. Not everyone is rich enough exactly. to uh, like survive on zero pay. I know of startups who just will pay you in experience and yep. exposure. But I mean, we all know about all this stuff, but w as someone who... Um, it's broke I cannot <laughs> afford to live such a lifestyle and I the thing yeah. is that um, you have to think about it also if they can't afford to pay you what makes you think that that startup is going to succeed also because what can you even learn from that because some some companies might just I'm not saying that if they do not pay you that uh, that means they have no future but mm. if they, they if they are not able to pay you maybe like even just slightly below market rate that means that their finances might not be in a good shape enough to actually sustain the startup in the long run or so. And would you prefer to learn from a startup that actually has their finance uh, sorted out or a, fin or a startup that does not have their finances sorted out? I just feel that um, as we were talking, we've learned a lot today, which is whether you want to start a startup or whether you want to, um, who are you starting it for? But the bottom line is, if you really think you want to start something, don't listen to us. We are just giving you some cautionary measures. Um, just really go for it. Passion and also try to make money along the way. Otherwise, you don't want to be broke. Yep. I mean, ultimately, we are just giving our own take on like uh, having startups. And uh, everyone has different opinions towards startups because there's always a very, very big um, gap in terms of like, what is a startup? Uh, yeah. because everyone has different opinions there's people who like startup there's people who do not like startups and there are people who are able to survive on like zero pay and there are people who are unable because they have to feed their family so I, I don't know whether you will want to join a startup or start a startup 
but yeah. do know that financially it will definitely be tight. Yeah. So ultimately, you are your own. You are a business on your own. If you see it, you still choose the most optimal business decision, whether it is to work in a startup or work in a normal business. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, to me, I I do have a very very like uh, negative view towards it. I do this give a disclaimer, but I do see us as like just corporations and we mm. make business decisions on a daily to day basis. I mean, if you think about it, whether to buy the bread or not, that when you pass by a bread shop, it's also a business decision because we do think about like to us happiness and stuff. We do maximize our own like happiness when it comes mm. to it. And Lakshmi, okay, we we guys spoke a lot on this part, I guess, and now it's your turn to talk about your experience on startup. Mm, my experience. Um. So, my parents both are entrepreneurs, so they have had their startups before. We have a daughter of entrepreneur on board, and we haven't talked about that till now. Go ahead. Mm, no, but so I think um growing up, I've seen the struggles that it takes to ensure a startup is run successfully. And I feel like a lot of things that's not talked about um, startups is, I think I, my parents were always busy. So I didn't, you, when, when you're trying to professionally succeed in a startup, there are many people that take the punching bag for you. And f- so sometimes I feel like if you are someone who wants to play safe and wants to have a good family or caption or quotation work-life balance, then startup is definitely not for you. But looking at both my parents, they've taught me a lot and um, they really had a problem that they wanted to solve and they did it because they were passionate enough and they ensured that anyone who was in their venture had successful capital running it. So I think it's, as we've mentioned, it's all about passion and money and, you know, the blah, 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 the same old, same old. I don't know how many of the listeners are in my point of view, but right now I feel Lakshmi as an inspiration. I will say why. So, as a startup, not always on the up track, there are some down tracks. You need to have some moral support. For Lakshmi, I believe she was the moral support for her families, and for her family, she was. It's like the, uh, both uh, of I them think are moral support. That's a bit support. of an extrapolation. Not moral support. I was just there. <laughs> but <laughs> no, the, but yeah, that's really sweet. But, but actually, being present is matter, yeah, right? Yeah, but being at the moment when someone is struggling is also a moral support, okay? <laughs> so you can also refer to Google, but this statement is true. You are a moral support for them and they are a moral support for you, okay? You both, in a way or other, you guys work, ensure that your career and you work for their career to be on up track whenever mm-hmm. you guys are on the down. So you are an inspiration for a lot of people here, okay? And as a startup, ensure that you also have a people who can give you some moral support, okay? Uh, they did not give you advice. They can also be a listeners for you. Because in this world, uh, we expect a lot of listeners and not people who just gives advice each and every moment. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's also good to be a listener as well. I think you are a perfect listener. Um, But in that note, do, sh- do you all have anything else to add on for today? I think I have added everything and Zaveed has also given a lot of opinions on the reality of how startup will be looking like okay so i guess with this note we like to end this session for now so stay tuned and this is broke no more and this is avrito twensa rosha lakshmi and i'm javier we are signing off from radio pearls and this is where we capture the sound of universe stay tuned stay healthy and stay safe tada bye bye